Welcome to Your Career Podcast, the podcast that helps to ensure your career success. To start getting on track with your career, download my free career goals calendar from thecareersacademy.online. My goals calendar includes a smart goals template and a weekly tasks sheet that will ensure step-by-step you get closer to reaching your career goals. So download my goals calendar today at thecareersacademy.online. Now on with the show. Personal branding is how you show up in the world, what people know about you. The important thing about personal branding is that it needs to be authentic. Your personal brand includes your hopes, your dreams, the way you've been brought up, your culture, what's important to you deep down inside, and your future goals. It encompasses many aspects, much, much more than just your online profile. Welcome to Jane Jackson Careers, a podcast that takes your career to the next level. Here's your host, Jane Jackson, author of Amazon Careers bestseller, Navigating Career Crossroads. Well, hello and welcome back to Your Career Podcast. This is episode 176, and it's especially good episode because I'm sharing a recording of the Career Calling Summit interview in which I was interviewed by the Summit host, Jess Smith, all about personal branding. But before I talk about that, I'm going to start doing something different at the beginning of every podcast episode, and that is I'm going to share some of the reviews that Your Career Podcast has received over the years. And I've had so many reviews that um, I'm going to mention the names or at least the the usernames of the people who have left a review and perhaps one of them might be you. So if you haven't already left a review and you love this podcast, please hop over to iTunes and leave me a review and let's hear what you have to say. Now, let me read two reviews for you very quickly. This is by Old and Bold Bonanza Pilot. Now that's an interesting username, isn't it? Now what this person says is, Jane has talked to an amazing range of people on her podcast all with the goal of helping people with that next step in their career journey. Insightful questions and a relaxed style make these interviews easy listening. Well done, Jane. Well, that's very nice. Thanks, old and bold Bonanza Pilot. And here's another one from a listener called Jane Bailey. Highly recommend listening to all of Jane Jackson's podcasts to ignite your next career move. Easy to follow career advice and full of positive affirmations. Thank you so much, Jane Bailey. It's wonderful. Now, I'll be reading out a few more in the next episode. But for now, let me tell you what's going on with this episode. I'm sharing my interview on the Career Calling Summit with Summit host Jess Smith. It was such an honor to be on the panel for this summit focusing on personal branding for career success. We had an in-depth discussion about personal branding and how to really attract career opportunities and job promotions. Plus, we discussed everything in between to help you get ahead in your career and ace your job interviews. So, without further ado, let's get on with it. 
Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Career Calling Summit. I am Jess Smith, and today we're speaking with Jane Jackson. Jane is a career management coach, speaker, and LinkedIn trainer, as well as the author of the number one Amazon bestseller, Navigating Career Crossroads. And she's the host of Your Career Podcast on iTunes, which was voted top 20 career podcasts globally by Feedspot. Also, as a qualified image and branding consultant, Jane is passionate about personal branding, both online and offline, and ensuring her clients project an authentic and powerful brand in person and on LinkedIn. So that's going to be the basis of our conversation today is um, how to utilize personal branding to really attract career opportunities um, and job promotions and all those good things. So would love to have you start us off, Jane, with just telling us um, what does personal branding mean to you? How do you define that? Mm. Personal branding, it's how you show up in the world and what people know about you. And the important thing with personal branding is it needs to be authentic. So what people see, uh, what your reputation is, it needs to really come from within. And your branding is sometimes people think it a bit, a bit like a logo, uh, you know, when you brand a company, but it's not just that. Of course, it is what... Um, people read about you online but really the personal brand starts from inside of you it's your hopes your dreams uh, the way you've been brought up your culture uh, what's important to you and your future goals as well so your personal brand encompasses a lot of aspects uh, more than just what's online okay perfect and are there any common misunderstandings or misconceptions about personal brands yeah, yeah. So, so often people think it, it is just social media. That's the problem. Um, and they don't realize that if they just think about, I'm going to brand myself to be a operations director or a finance professional or whatever it might be, and they just put information out there and they have, have their own logo maybe for their business, or if they're a career changer, um, they, they've got their job title and that's what defines them. That, that really is not the way to brand yourself. You've got to let more of you as an individual come through because when, when people get to know someone, they want to know the authentic person and yeah they feel like I really trust you. I've got to know you now and I really trust you and I quite like you as well. That means your brand, your reputation has made a positive impact on them. Yeah. And that's how you create that connection point. Um, it's just like an added piece of it. That mm. totally makes sense. And so how can your personal brand actually attract opportunities and bring opportunities in? Mm, okay, well, with your personal brand, so, so many of my clients who are going through a career transition, they, they say that they are sending out applications online, they send over 100 applications online, and nothing happens, no one's calling them back. Because when they when they do that, and they just click apply, it's their resume is just one of it could be hundreds or thousands of applicants, depending on the role. And what they're doing is they're putting themselves out there, but they're not attracting the opportunities that they want. And in order to be able to attract job opportunities, people need to know who you are and what you can do and the value that you actually bring to 
their organization and how are they going to find out about you it's through your network what people say about you um, it's through what they may find about you on LinkedIn uh, perhaps other social media channels as well because depending on what social media channels they they you might be using they may find you because you know if everyone Googles someone <laughs> if they're going to be hiring someone they do do a Google search so if you are Googleable and good things come up that's great if you're Googleable and not so good things come up because you've posted some dodgy posts in your past, then you might want to do a little bit of a cull um, and fix it up. But, but certainly to attract job opportunities, it's not who you know, it's who knows what you can do. That's the important thing. Yeah, I think that's great. Um, and I'm just thinking from, you know, the respective or the perspective of a recruiter, um, you know, we're recruiters are digging around on LinkedIn all the time. We're pulling up different profiles, you know, and things need to stand out to recruiters for them to make that connection and reach out with you. So if you could touch a little bit on maybe the LinkedIn piece of it, how can you bring your personal brand to your LinkedIn profile? Okay, first of all, your LinkedIn profile now, it needs to be congruent with everything else that you're putting out there. That, that's, that's really important. So when you show up in person, are you the same person that people see or read about on LinkedIn, on Facebook, on Instagram, or wherever it is? Because I know we've got our personal and our professional side, but these days, more and more, everything is melding together because online or offline, it needs to still be you as an individual. And if you have that authenticity come through, then people know if you're um, a very detail-oriented person at work, you probably will be in your personal life. If you are authentic and warm and wonderful in person, you need to have that come through in your online persona as well. So with LinkedIn, in order to brand yourself, it's don't just upload your resume and think that that will do because to be quite honest, resumes can be quite boring. <laughs> right? And, you know, people tend to have a similar format and it's all in black and white and you've got your paragraphs and your work experience and it's a little bit dry, but on LinkedIn, the good thing is, is that it is social media and because it's social media, you can really let your personality come through. So one of the things I would say is when you write on LinkedIn, write in first person, because when you're at a networking event, you're not going to talk about yourself in third person, mm -hmm. right? I, won't, I wouldn't say, oh, Jane, Jane, that career management coach, I'd say me, you know, I'm a career management coach. Yeah. But some people tend to talk about themselves in the third person, which just makes me laugh, actually. So yeah. what you want is for people to get to know you. So when you write your profile, please make sure that it's personable. Let people know what you're passionate about, what you stand for, what your values are, because at the end of the day, on your resume, they'll see what you can do, your skills, your experience, the industry you've worked in, the job function. So they'll be looking for that on your resume. But when they look on LinkedIn, yes, we'll still have that in your experience section, but let's get to know the real you. And so what have you got on your summary that lets me into your heart a little bit? Um, I mean, on my summary, um, once, once you've read quite a bit about who I help and why I do it right at the end it says if you want to connect personalize your invitation and if you mention cats golf or dance it's more likely that I'll respond because I'm a crazy cat lady I'm 
golf and I love dancing and I used to do a lot of choreography when I was younger and it's just one of you know those three are my passions so if you reached out to me and you sent a personalized request and you go hey Jane I don't really like cats I like dogs but what it shows me is that you have read my profile and you want to connect with me if you just click connect i've got over 500 people who've asked to connect right now that i'm just ignoring because there's no note and i think there's no note why is there no note and why do you want to connect with me are you collecting numbers and and so i'm just waiting until the personal note comes through and i mention a cat or two and i'll probably connect so Another thing when you're branding yourself on LinkedIn is obviously your professional, your profile photo needs to be um, a professional one and, and don't have some glasses on, make sure your eyes are, you're, you're smiling and people can see your eyes. But a, a, a portion of LinkedIn that people tend to forget is that cover image is valuable real estate and you can use it to brand yourself if you look on my profile you'll see that there's a picture of me in action in at work um because i've i've got a number of awards for my podcast and um for my book number one on amazon which is nice and um with my blog it's one of the top blogs i i put those little um awards up there as well because it's additional credibility and a picture you know tells a thousand words so if you've got an award put it up there because it means that you have been recognized for something that you've worked hard to get yeah. and it could have been your life's work so don't just put it away in a drawer if you've got an award you know display it because it means you know you cared enough to do really well at something so th- those are like the top top tips when it comes to linkedin and online branding yeah, you know, I've never actually um, heard it recommended to put an image of the award or like really utilize that cover photo space. And I think that is such great advice because I know that um, you can put awards into LinkedIn, but it's like way, way down there, kind of hidden at the bottom, mm. not necessarily front and center. So I think that's wonderful advice to put it. Um, and to be on. honest, who scrolls all the way down through someone's profile? Honestly. <laughs> It's first impressions, and that's all part of branding as well. What do people see when they first meet you online or in person? And we judge um, a book by its cover. We do. We, we shouldn't do, but we do tend to because that's just human nature. So what we see instantly, we see and judge immediately. And if that impression is not positive, or if when we land on your LinkedIn profile, there's no photo, So I I immediately think, why isn't there a photo? Are you not very proud of how you look? (laughs) And if you haven't taken the time to learn how to use a platform that you're on, such as LinkedIn, and you don't have a cover image, then why are you using such a a visible platform without learning how to use it properly? Um, And so, you know, maybe you're just playing with it. So it's good to get some professional help in order to do it right. But certainly when someone sees your profile photo and then sees the branding and the cover image, they're going to assume something about you right away. Is it congruent with the message that you want to get across? Um, And if it is, then people may then look at your career summary and you know those first three lines in your summary are very important because don't make it all about you uh, make it all about them what are the problems that you solve and on on mine i always it starts with many people find it a challenge to manage their careers so often the clients that i work with they i say how did you find me they said well it was a bit like you found me because when i was reading your summary 
you were talking about what I was experiencing. Oh my God, this is so good. You know, and I think she gets me. And so I'm, I use the language that I know will appeal to the people that I want to help. Um, and if you don't take the time to get to know your audience or take the time to get to know what your hiring manager uh, is experiencing and needs the problem that needs to be solved, then you're not really doing your homework and you're not really marketing yourself as effectively for a new job um, as, as you could be. Yeah. And I think that all of those little pieces, while they might seem small, they kind of tend to add up and can kind of be the tipping point of, you know, if a recruiter is going to reach out to you or not, because um, recruiters have lots of different options for who they could be reaching out to. So, you know, if they look at your profile and obviously they're going to look at your experience. And <clears throat> I know that as a recruiter myself, you know, if I look at experience and I'm like, mm, okay, like it could work, it, it might not. <clears throat> if people have compelling other things on their LinkedIn, that will like draw me in and be like, okay, like I actually want to connect with this person. You know, some people who have little things like I'm a salesperson who's a fanatic about helping my customers and hitting my quotas. And I'm also a dad of three kids that loves like going to swimming lessons or something. It kind of adds that little personal element that kind of tends to draw someone in, I think, and hook them in a little more. It makes such a difference. It's, <laughs> you know, what's quite funny is I, I got an email this morning from someone who, who said, Jane, you've had a number of career transitions. It's really interesting. How did you do it? Because now I've, I've been coaching for over 18 years, but prior to that, I had 20 years um, in a number of different careers, actually. So I've had lots of lots of changes and I've been around for donkey's years. So, so having had so many years on this earth, I've obviously had a lot of changes and the average person has about 10 to 12 different jobs in their career. Wow. Um, goes in your early days you were a flight attendant with British Airways and Korean Airlines and then you were in public relations and then you were a fitness instructor and then you were sponsored by Nike and then you were a choreographer and, and so I've had all of these different different um, careers even before I was getting into corporate training before I started becoming a career coach and he goes how did you do it and I went Okay. And so obviously we had a bit of a conversation over the phone after that. But what it is, is I've got quite a lot of information in my LinkedIn profile. And if anyone bothered to scroll down, they'll see that there's a lot more to any person, not just me, but any person, if they are willing to share it. And our life's journey as long as it's, you know, not too much waffle, you don't want to know, you know, whether I ate a McDonald's for dinner or not. It's not Facebook, right? So, but if it's something to do with how your career progressed, then why not put it in there? Because one of the things that I found, you know, I get a lot of comments on is if people are truly interested in me, they see a little video clip of me when in doing choreography because I've choreographed this, this really, really fun show called Chameleon when I was living and, and working in Singapore. And they go, wow, you did that? And I look and I go, wow, I did that. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, and it's a really interesting talking point because it just proves that you are just because you've gone to university and you've got this degree or you went to tech and you've become, uh, you've got a certain trade or skill or whatever it is, doesn't mean you're stuck in that particular role, but the experiences that you've had have made who you are today and it's all part of your brand. And I think that's the most important thing. 
Yeah, that's perfect. And so we've talked a bit about um, your brand on LinkedIn and kind of online, but how can you make sure you're bringing your authentic personal brand to an in-person situation, like an interview, for example? Mm, Okay. So first of all, you need to understand who you are and what really makes you tick. Um, And uh, before you do anything with interviews, it's really important to, to prepare well so that you know what you're going to say and what what you want to get across during an interview and in fact I'm, I'm releasing I've just released two videos so far I'm doing a video series on LinkedIn um, in my posts where I've great, just got great. one to two minute videos um, explaining how to prepare for interviews so if you want to follow me on LinkedIn you'll, you'll be able to see them because I've released two I've got another eight to go um, but with, with an interview so that you show up and you're authentic be prepared so you're not so nervous that you clam up and you stutter or you're lacking in confidence because when you lack confidence, the real you can't come through because you're going to come across as a little insecure or unsure or unprepared as well. So when you're prepared, you feel confident. When you feel confident, you can just relax and be yourself and you can talk away with the examples you've worked on and prepared in advance and you talk about it, but don't just memorize them let the story come through and you can say things like and what I was really proud of was and what I really enjoyed and what I'm truly passionate about is this and then let your um, that that positive attitude come through Um, and if you're a very quiet person that's okay they'll be able to tell that you're a quiet person and maybe a little bit shy but be prepared so that when they ask you tell me about a time when you've experienced this or how would you overcome this challenge give them an example a solid accomplishment that will show you that will show them what the situation was that you encountered how did you handle it and what was the positive result at the end and if you tell it they'll the story people love stories it's all all about storytelling now uh, so if you can tell the story of how you achieved good things then that will show the value that you actually bring and if you're really excited about something or you're passionate, let them know as well, because that's, that's authentic. And we like people who are really passionate about something because it just draws you in, doesn't it? Yeah, it really does. So kind of switching gears a little bit, but what if someone um, is maybe in their current role and they want to get promoted? How could their personal brand help them do something like that? Okay. Too many people think when they're in a role that just because they've been in a role for a certain amount of time that they deserve a promotion. Well, unfortunately, that's not what happens because you've been in a role a long, long time and people don't know how good you are. You might put your hand up for a promotion and they'll think, well, why would we pick that person? So what you need to do is you need to make sure that people know what you can do. I said this earlier um, in in this interview is that it's not who you know, it's what is who knows what you can do. And so if you're working head down and you're really diligent and you're a really good person and a great worker, uh, you might get passed over for, for promotion if you don't have a manager who really spends enough time to really notice you. And I have clients who say, well, they should know. You know, I turn up every day at work and they should notice. That's what my manager's job is, is to notice what I do. I think, well, no, not really, because everyone's watching out for themselves. Everyone's watching their own back. And in today's world of work, there's so much change and this constant flux that people are worried for their own jobs as well, because there's no job security, no 100% job security 
anywhere. I've just gone through too many restructures, reorganization, downsizing, offshoring with so many of my clients, especially those who've experienced redundancy. And in fact, I was just called this morning in Singapore by a lady in uh, North Carolina um, for, for some finance magazine saying, Jane, can I interview you for um, a piece I'm doing on how finance professionals can overcome redundancy? So obviously there's a great deal of flux now in the US within financial services, not only in Australia, okay? Um, uh, but I work globally anyway, so I'm aware of what happens, but people are really worried and you don't want to be the one who's who's going to be made redundant. Okay, because when people are trying to cut the fat within organizations, sometimes it's an arbitrary decision. But if you're really adding value and if that role is still necessary, make sure that they know what your accomplishments are. So if you want a promotion, make sure that you work on what your accomplishments are so that when you go in for that conversation, you can say, okay, in these different areas, this is what I achieved. And this is what the benefit was to the organization. Okay. I'm ready to take the next step. So if there's the opportunity for a promotion, I'd love to put my hand up for it. And um, I can prove that I can do it, even though I haven't performed in that role. These are the skills that you need to do your homework as well. So that you can, talk your way into it these are skills that that i know that is required for that role with these special projects or this work that i've done or even work that i've done outside of work as um maybe in a voluntary basis i've demonstrated my leadership skills or my communication skills or my coding skills or whatever it might be so that i i truly believe i'll be able to step up and hit the ground running and so that will give you a much better chance yeah, that's great. And so you talked about, um, you know, obviously people that you're working with are aware of what your brand is, whatever it might be. And I think one way to kind of learn a little bit more about how people are perceiving your personal brand is to ask them uh, mm-hmm. about it. But I think that, you know, when we ask people for feedback, it's sometimes difficult to, for them to give actually like constructive feedback. They just want to tell you all the positive things. Do you have any tips on how people can ask others about their brand and actually get some constructive feedback? Is to let them know that you're okay with the good stuff and the bad stuff. <laughs> that's, that's the important thing because unless you get honest feedback, there's no point. If you ask your parents, for example, oh, but we love you, you know, you're great, you're just perfect. <laughs> so, I mean, some, some parents might not say that, but, but usually when you ask the people who love you, they don't want to hurt your feelings. But what you want to do is to ask your colleagues or ask your customers or your clients and say, I want some feedback from you, some honest feedback, because I would love to improve. And what I find, I've identified my own areas for improvement, but I'd love to hear it from you as well. So can you let me know when I walk in a room, what do you see? What do you assume about me? What do you know about me? When I'm not in the room, what do they say about me? And give me everything, what's and all, because I can handle it. And I always ask for feedback and, oh, gosh, I'm, I'm so far from perfect. It's not funny. Um, and, and one of the things that um, I was so grateful for having received feedback for uh, at the end of a workshop, I was saying, OK, I hope you guys really enjoyed this workshop. Tell me, how could I have done better? And one person said, well, Jane, you do tend to say OK a lot at the end of sentences. Huh. And I went, why? I didn't even know. Because, yeah, well, you say something and then you say, okay. And then you carry on and then you say, okay. And then sometimes at the beginning you'll say, okay. And I went, okay. okay. <laughs> 
And I was so grateful because yeah. it's, it's just a habit. And I didn't realize it was a habit until it was pointed out. And once I realized, my goodness, this is what I, I say, I better stop it or only use it occasionally. I now am very aware when it starts to slip out and I try to stop myself. Okay. <laughs> so ask, ask for feedback and let people know it's okay. I can really, I'm not going to go and sulk if you tell me something that I need improving upon because you are doing me a favor. Yeah, I think that's a great way to frame it. So we are unfortunately running out of time, but I would love to have you um, speak a little bit about the gift that you have to offer to listeners. Oh, okay. Well, if you want to build your personal brand, then I have a free masterclass uh, for you, which is not too long. Um, it's very entertaining. I think you'll enjoy it. And I cover the top three tips so that you can brand yourself effectively to attract job opportunities and also to attract job promotions and so if you want to um, take up the free masterclass you can just go to janejacksoncoach.com forward slash three secrets and that's the number three and I, I believe Jess will have um, this in your show notes as well um, so you can just go there and you can register and I'll see you on the inside and I can guarantee that it's going to certainly help your personal brand Awesome. Well, thank you so much for the time, Jane. It has been wonderful chatting with you. I really appreciate all the insights. If you enjoyed this podcast, look for Your Career Podcast on iTunes and leave a review. And for all the career management support you need to create your dream career, visit janejacksoncoach.com and join my Careers Academy for live career webinars, group coaching, one-on-one -on -one coaching support, as well as my online career development courses. Isn't it time you found your dream job? You've been listening to Jane Jackson Careers. Sign up to receive regular career advice at janejacksoncoach.com. If you enjoyed this episode of Your Career Podcast, I invite you to check out my career success program at thecareersacademy.online. The Career Success Program is the original program that uniquely provides 24-7 on-demand career support and fortnightly live career coaching sessions to keep you on track to reach your career goals. It is the essential resource for anyone who wants to manage their career effectively, make a career change and land the job they'll love. Whether you're in exploration mode or seeking a new career direction and need help to make it a reality, the Career Success Program is for you. Not only do you get access to my step-by-step -step roadmap to navigate your career crossroads, my extensive training library and exclusive members-only discounts and tools, you'll also become part of my supportive community of professionals who will help you with feedback, encouragement and advice. All this and more makes the Career Success Program the number one place to be for anyone looking to start, manage and grow their career. Check it out and join me at thecareersacademy.online.